COVID-19 health orders in the province have prohibited organized sports from taking place, but one hockey league here in BC says players need to get back to competition before the restrictions do more harm than good. Yeah, the BC Hockey League has played about 20 games before it was effectively shut down in November, and now some within the league are calling on health officials to allow them to get back on the ice. Coquitlam Express Vice President and GM Tally Campbell is among those making the plea, and he joins me on the line now. Tally, how are you today? Pretty good yourself? I am doing well. Thanks so much for the time. So I'll start with, with uh, sort of what is your message, I guess, at this point in time to those who are making the call right now from BC Health officials. You believe that the BCHL should be able to get back to playing real games. I guess what kind of is your stance? What is le- leading you to believe that that is a good idea right now? Yeah, I think since the beginning of all this, when we obviously had our chances to meet with uh, uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry and her team and, you know, starting the season off in September with uh, an extended training camp period and following all the protocols that were put in place by herself and her team and via sport. And, you know, we had, uh, you know, a number of games played out throughout the province in our cohort systems. The four teams that were designated to play each other um, had obviously all of our safety measures in place to to do um, what we were supposed to do, right? And so I think, you know, from, from that standpoint, we did a great job. Obviously, leading into now, there are, there are more cases out there and then more variants, but at the same time, we're, we're more knowledgeable on what we can and cannot do. Um, and I feel our, our 17 teams, and obviously I, I speak mainly for the Krillum Express, mm-hmm. um, are, are doing everything we can to, to make sure that uh, we're preventing the spread of COVID-19 and doing things safely. But in the flip coin, you know, there's a big piece of, of this pie that is you know, considered mental health. And, and the longer that things are delayed, I just read a, a news article this morning about a Michigan boy who committed suicide um, due to high school sports being canceled there. I read an article on CNN not too long ago about a football player, a young football player doing the same thing. And it's a, a major concern in my dressing room. Um, every day we have the conversation with our players. We have a, a mental health coach who is now on staff helping our players uh, through the process. Um, and no disrespect to minor hockey, but uh, this is a level of hockey where they're actually playing for something. Mm-hmm. Um, they're playing to, to vie for a, an NCAA Division One scholarship. They're, they're playing to, to impress, hopefully, National Hockey League scouts um, to continue their career uh, on the ice and off the ice in the education department. And every day we go by, we're seeing uh, our counterparts in the United States who have leagues going, uh, the USHL, which is our equivalent, um, players are being committed to every single day because scouts are being able to see them play. And, uh, you know, nowadays with social media, all of our players are being able to see everything going on. And it just, uh, it, it's frustrating. I don't envy the job Dr. Bonnie Henry is doing. She's doing a fantastic job. I just think sometimes we take a step back and look at the big picture here. And, and the big picture is if we don't do something pretty quick here, uh, we're going to have another pandemic on our hands and it's going to be mental health. Now, a lot to follow up there within that uh, response there, Tally. But I guess I'll start with the situation um, as it comes to the USHL, which you mentioned, of course, kids there getting the opportunity to to uh, play in front of some scouts, or at least the scouts are getting the chance to you know watch them on TV and uh, be able to provide some scholarship opportunities to them because they are you know playing the actual game and and are getting the uh, the chance to actually you know see what they have and if they're willing to bring them on for an NCAA scholarship. Now, with all that being said, that's not the situation as it stands here in BC. I've seen parents of BCHL players talking about their concern about how far behind they are falling when it comes to those potential opportunities south of the border. Um, And this all does tie back into the issue of mental health, I believe, as well. But just how far behind do you think people are right now? And and even if you got things up and running here in the next couple of months, I mean, is that enough time for scouts to really start providing some opportunities to these kids to come to the States and, and play for colleges? 
Yeah, I really do think it's enough time because we have been uh, obviously fortunate enough here in British Columbia to continue practicing and developing under the Phase 2 model of Via Sports. So we've been continuing the skills development part of it uh, right from the get-go. So we've been very thankful for Dr. Brian Henry and her staff for allowing that to happen because obviously our neighbours uh, in Alberta and Saskatchewan have not been able to. Um, so I do believe it's enough time. It's enough time to get the body going again, get uh, all the guys back in shape to gameplay. And obviously scouts will understand that there's been a bit of a period where they have been playing games uh, and they'll take that as a grace period. Uh, but of course, as, as we go into hopefully, you know, late March and, and early April of games, that'll be kind of when they're at their, their peak. So I do believe there is enough time to get games in and for scouts to um, see the, the full scope of uh, what players have to offer. And, uh, you know, normally by this time, the BCHL is committed to, you know, over 100 kids. And then that's we're way, way far down the list on that right now. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's frustrating to see and, you know, myself, as I speak here today, I'm a general manager. You know, my job is going to be here next year. Um, you know, my, my mind doesn't necessarily reflect on what happens now, um, but for my players, my, my 23 players that are out there, it does affect them uh, if they don't get to play games this year. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's, uh, it all comes back to the, the big challenge of, of mental health and making sure that, yes, we're, we're following the orders, we're doing everything safely uh, to return to play. Now, when, when talking about the issue of mental health, you mentioned that you have someone on staff now who is kind of doing that work and helping to be able to, to talk to players and, and help them deal with their mental health status. Um, I guess, is that something that is brand new here that you've had to kind of bring on board as a result of, of COVID-19? Brand new. Um, I've been in the BCHL for six years, and, and obviously uh, initiatives like Bell Let's Talk Day have obviously brought the forefront of mental health and then being able to have a conversation about it. So um, it's it certainly in the last you know six years have, have, has been a risen conversation that we've all talked about, but this year is my first year in this league actually having someone who is on a daily basis having conversations uh, with players uh, in regards to that. And, uh, you know, like I said, it, it's it's obviously, you know, potentially, you know, one hand, a good thing that, that young hockey players now talk about mental health and that, you know, it's okay not to be okay and, and to be able to reach out to who they need to reach out to. Uh, but at the same time, there needs to be a fine balance of, of how we operate and, and what we're doing to uh, conquer the mental health so it doesn't become a bigger issue and we do lose lives over it like we're seeing across the world right now. Um, but absolutely, this is the first year that... Um, we've taken we've had to take a full-on approach to to mental health and it directly stems from uh what's going on with covid now i don't know if you can even answer this question at this point in time but just based on that do you see this as almost being a a permanent position now uh, into the future or or do you think this is maybe a a one-off or i'm just curious how you kind of view that role now moving forward i view the role very critically um i view the role as something that will continue in organization uh, moving forward probably not on a full-time basis though that it is now um obviously i i want this person to to stick around and be able to help our players through all the challenges they go through as a young uh, adult as they grow into society uh, whether it's personal or or some on ice stuff for education it's always good to be able to again speak to somebody that uh, you know uh, knowing that it's it's okay not to be okay but i don't expect this role to to remain as a full-time as it is now now, I was wondering if you could maybe take me through a little bit of the actual COVID plan that BCHL has in place. I know there's no fans, obviously. Uh, you mentioned the cohorts. You're only playing four other teams, or was it four teams total that were in a cohort? Um, what, what else is sort of involved in that plan? Yeah, so right now the plan that the states is, is and there's many different things the BCHL uh, league has put on the table to, to Dr. Bonner Henry team. Uh, but uh, right now, obviously, the one that we were going with in, in October and November was uh, four teams in total play off against each other. So at this time, it was us, 
uh, the Langley Rivermen, uh, the Chilliwack Chiefs, and the Surrey Eagles. And we just kind of play each other in, in kind of home-and-home home type style games. Here in the Express, we obviously have our protocols in place that follow all PHO guidelines in terms of, you know, making sure masks are worn at all times, distancing when possible, um, you know, hand washing, uh, limiting contact outside of our quote-unquote bubble um, that's here within the arena, obviously working with our billet families or local parents. Um, and, and just, you know, the last couple of months has really taken, you know, a, a serious toll on the whole situation of, of how serious this is and what we have to do in order to, you know, still stay on the ice um, because our players understand that if we do get a COVID exposure, uh, we're basically benched um, for, for two weeks. Um, and that could be very critical to the stage we're in. So uh, I take my hat off to my players and my staff and, and, and to the remain the other 16 teams at ECHL right now that are, are, are doing everything and, you know, my message uh, this week to our players is I know it's exhausting. It's tiring. You know, we continuously hear about uh, the protocols and, and, and safety measures in place that, that we have to follow uh, basically 24-7 now. Um, but we're really hoping that it, it pays off and it allows us to, to get back on the ice, playing games, and be able to, uh, um, you know, see our, our, our guys get committed to NCAA. Yeah, and I think that's uh, something that I, I know I personally would really like to see happen is you guys get back on the ice and provide the opportunity for these kids to be able to showcase their skills and, and then be able to get an education at the very least as a result. Um, what was the results of the fall when you guys were having a, that return to play plan in place uh, in the fall part of the season? You know, got about 20 games in. Did you see many issues when it comes to COVID or were you pretty COVID free during that time? We were pretty COVID-free. We had one team, the Surrey Eagles, that uh, had a case. Um, it was from a player um, and uh, outside bubble contact, which, uh, you know, um, in, in, in retrospect now, it's actually a good thing that happened because it really showed our players the seriousness of making sure your bubble stays small. Of course, during that time, we were allowed to be extending our bubble a bit bigger than we are now, obviously. Um, but we had no other uh, cases that, that were, were known to us, and the league made sure that we had a very upfront, honest policy on COVID-19. Uh, we had players tested here at the Express, and, and all came back negative, thankfully. Um, so the plan that, that was in place was, was fantastic. Unfortunately, I think what it came down to, and, and I don't want to point up to you guys in the interior, but there was a team that crossed over the border mm-hmm. uh, uh, to Alberta and got back cases, and then it basically was a snowfall from from there in terms of of canceling games and, and of course adult leagues and then we found that awkward position for a while that we had players who were older than 19 on our team so there was about a month there they could they couldn't practice with us um so again you know i'm not trying to point blame not trying to to create why this all happened because again i, I think dr henry has one of the toughest jobs right now in our province um and uh, you know she's doing everything she can to make sure that our cases do not skyrocket like we've seen in other provinces uh, but at the same time, I'm hoping that, you know, she does realize uh, what's at stake here, too. Hey, Tally, if you want to point fingers at that team in the interior, I'm okay with that. I have been doing <laughs> that for a while myself. I've been uh, disappointed from that my beer league's been canceled. So uh, yeah, I can only yeah. imagine what the kids who actually have something on the line are feeling about this. I think that's about all. Uh, really appreciate the time here, Tally. This is, um, you know, an issue that hopefully we'll get a little bit more clarity on, I guess, at the tail end of this week, because I know Dr. Henry set to review those protocols on Friday. So uh, interested to see what comes then, but uh, really appreciate your time now. Yes, my pleasure. Thank you. Awesome stuff. That's Tally Campbell right there, the general manager of the Coquitlam Express of the BC Hockey League.